It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. Je m'appelle Simon. My name is Simon. Uh, this is going to be more emotional as this is the, the end of the rendezvous. And, uh, you know, I've always said I'm against ghosting. I'm against ghosting uh, a partner, a family member, a friend, a listener, uh, a, a co-worker. And so that's why, you know, little by little, as you know, this, I have a couple shows left and then my life is going to switch drastically. And I don't think I'll probably ever be on air anymore after 15 years. So I wanted to thank you very much. I've learned a lot from you and I hope you've learned, you know, maybe one lesson, which is straight from Paris, which is to love life to the fullest. Aimer la vie. Create that joie de vivre, the joy of living. Because at the end, no matter what you do, no matter how work, how hard you work, no matter whatever it is you do, say or not say, at the end, we all go to the same direction. Therefore, love life to the fullest and be good. Uh, you call the next. Bonjour, Adriana. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Adriana. What's going on? All right. So my boyfriend and I have been together for, I don't know, like six months, eight months now. And it's the holidays are coming up and, you know, it's starting to get serious and we're trying to figure out if we're going to spend, you know, them with his family, them with my family, if we're going to switch it up. And I just, I don't know, I, I feel like I really want to go to my family, but I want to be supportive and I just, I don't know, how do I tell him that I'd rather go to my family than his family for the holidays? Just like that. Just like that, no unspoken. You feel like it, you say it. But what's fair is one year, one family, one year, the other family. Yeah, I guess so. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So if you want to start with yours, that's fine. Like I said, equilibrium, right? This is what I like. Uh, we discuss things. We're not afraid of discussing those things. Anybody in a relationship become you know, exclusive, committed, will have the same question than yours, which is how should we do it? I say one year, one family, one year, the next family. And like this, we know where we stand. Okay. Okay. I, yeah, we can do that. That sounds good. All right. Easy breezy. Thank you so much right. and good luck to you. <laughs> Thank you. Take care now. Bye-bye, Adriana. Bye. Coming up, I'm going to go answer Nova, who asked me a question on Instagram about men being players and why are they players. So let's see what this is about next. So interesting question, Nova. I want to know what makes some men become players. Well... I guess commitment phobe probably, and, and um, they are afraid to commit, to be hurt, to open themselves. But it leads to another question, which is how do we avoid a player, right? And here are the signs. So please listen carefully so nobody breaks your heart. Extreme interest towards you at the beginning, right? So many questions about you to avoid about talking themselves and their past relationships. Not making any plans for vacation, holidays, don't want to meet your friends. Directing more everything towards the ooh-la-la. And complimenting you a lot, more than other men have. And you feel so good by the high, you forget to see why he's doing it. All right? Uh, and there is women players, and there is men players. And all you got to do is pay attention and ask yourself, how do I feel about this? And you will not be played by anyone anymore. Coming up, we're going to hear from Adam, which is the, the chief engineer, the genius of the sound of the rendezvous. What is his personal memorable moment of engineering the rendezvous for 15 years? Next.
So in this amazing crew of ours, there's one character that hasn't ceased to amaze me. His name is Adam, and I'm going to ask him. He runs all the boards, the sound, and give us a lot of ideas, actually. So, Adam, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Adam. What's your most memorable moment of the Rendezvous show? Well, first of all, Simon, I want to say congratulations on a great run as the only Frenchman ever to be regularly on the American airwaves. Congrats. Thank you, sir. It's true. Thank you. And to um, dig deep into my memory bank, I'm going to go all the way back to the first memory I have of the rendezvous, which is when I met you for the first time. And, um, you know, for a couple of weeks before you were going to come to the studio that my bosses had told me about you and uh, your legend grew over the days. And then uh, I remember uh, I was nervously waiting and then the uh, elevator opened and I was going to show you to the studio and you popped out and said, I understand you're the man who's going to make me sound good. And I said, that's right, sir. I, I, I am going to make you sound good. And you said, great, very honored to meet you. And uh, I always thought that was funny because um, those were the first words out of your mouth. And uh, hopefully I came through for you. You definitely did. You definitely did. Because remember, and thank you, Adam, for everything. The show is a teamwork. And this has been an incredible team. So, Adam, thank you so much. You call the next. Bonjour, Angel. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Angel. What's going on? How can I help you? Um, so recently, my boyfriend has been talking about bringing another woman into our bedroom, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of, I'm kind of interested in it. Like I've done stuff like that before, but not when I was in a serious relationship. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of having, you know, I'm I'm having thoughts about whether or not it's a good idea to bring into a serious relationship. That kind of, like, I don't know if I'm going to be jealous or not. <laughs> That's it. That's exactly where this is leading. First of all, tell me first reaction when he told you that. How did that make you feel? Um, At first reaction, I was intrigued. I was like, okay, you know, he's never really opened up to me about his fantasies before. We've, I've tried to get him to talk to me about it. And mostly he just always wants to please me. And so when he first mentioned it, I was actually just kind of impressed I was like oh this is something he's into and so I just accepted it and I opened you know we opened up a dialogue and started talking about it but then the more and more we start getting into like how do we find somebody do we go on a dating app or do we go out to a bar I'm just like I don't know how I would feel about him flirting with other girls (laughs) so now it's just starting to get real (laughs) exactly so you have a risk to bring uh, in something that's working a toxic element as exciting as it can be who can intoxicate the whole relationship. Yeah. And that's the risk. I'm not going to tell you to do it or not do it. I'm going to say, if you don't feel like it, don't do it. It's too late afterwards. Once this other woman will come in the bedroom, if he likes her or is more attracted to her than you, it's game over. You lost. And you lost because you said yes. Yeah, and that is exactly my fear. That And that is it. That's because most men, remember, the attraction comes from visual, words, so whatever words, and technicality. I'll say it like that. Um, so if you want that competition, go ahead. If you don't, say no and uh, explore other things. But I'm not in favor... Uh, personally, when you're in a committed relationship to bring somebody else, 
It's a risky bet. It's like playing Russian roulette. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, exactly. Thank you so much. Yeah, I mean, anytime. Thank you so much for calling and have a good night. Thank you, Simon. I'm so sad your show's ending. I really like listening to you. Oh, thank you. Yes, <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> I, you know, I've, I liked hosting it for 15 years and, you know, a great new chapter of my life starting as November 1st. But thank you very much for being a loyal listener and for your trust. Thank you and best of luck to you. Of course. Thank you so much. You too. So coming up, um, we're going to talk a little bit about the one and only Jill, our executive producer. Very patient, very talented, and very bossy. So I'm going to share a story, and then I'll talk to her. Stay with me. It's coming up next. You know, this is fun because this is the last couple of shows, and then, like I said, I don't think I'll ever be on air ever again after 15 years of a wonderful, wonderful uh, long road. Uh, and, uh, you know... I am me and Adam uh, and others, we, you know, mostly crew. Like, we like to have fun until it's like showtime. Uh, I like to have tea and eat brioche. Uh, Adam is doing a million things, you know, back in the studio to prepare for the sound. And me and I'm chat. And then at one point, right before, you know, late at night, like when you pick up the show, there is Jill, the one and only, the executive producer. Executive means she runs the show. We work for her. We are humbled by her, and uh, she gives us kind of the direction. At one point, she gets a little mad. Guys, it's showtime. Simon, get there. Adam, get ready. This and you know, and it's been a lot of fun because I must say, you know, I, I like Easy Breezy, and she's very bossy, Elsie. So you may not believe me, but I'm going to have her on air next, and she's going to tell you her most memorable moment of the rendezvous and why she had to be so bossy, Elsie, with Adam and I. Next. So I wanted to give a chance to Jill, our executive producer, because she is the boss of the show. And uh, let's be honest, she taught me uh, most of what I know about radio in the last 10 years and very talented, smart uh, woman, but very bossy and very funny. So uh, since we're separated by the pandemic, Jill is on the phone. Jill, bonjour. Bonjour. I have a question. All right. What is the most memorable moment for you of producing the rendezvous <laughs> well there's been tons of good memories from like when we started in la to chicago we've had a lot of fun now working oh home. yeah but my favorite is probably the first time i met you oh. and it was because i met you you were in a business suit we were in this nice um <laughs> restaurant and i was like oh my gosh this guy is so serious and i was very intimidated little did i know you are not very serious at all. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and it's true. And we've had so much fun. And you've taught me about joie de vivre. But I do have to be bossy sometimes because you are very easy breezy. Well, indeed. <laughs> and and let's, let's reverse the beginning. I had a suit and I look serious. Jill is more casual than me and loves to wear Yeezy shoes. And <laughs> I thought she was very easy breezy. Now, what happened is very funny. I became which I am very easy breezy joy of life and her real nature is easy breezy but bossy Elsie. <laughs> somebody has but to be. I mean somebody <laughs> has to be. And and I want to say, Jill, you really you helped me and Adam understood really what our listeners wanted to also hear. And uh, you really uh, you know helped me and guide me tremendously. So thank you very much, Jill, for everything you brought to this show and best of luck to you also uh, for the rest of your career in radio, television, 
or uh, where else you will be producing. They better be ready for you. <laughs> Merci beaucoup. You are welcome. And coming up, you calls are next. Bonjour, Nicole. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Nicole. Uh, uh, what's going on? How can I help you? You know, my husband, he's, when it comes to ooh-la-la, he gets kind of excited about role-play, which is fine. Mm -hmm. But I, I guess my question is, I feel like it's becoming everything. Like, you know, he wants to dress up all the time, and I, I kind of want to just pull back and just be us again. What, do you have any advice for me? Yeah. Uh, first of all, tell me, how does that make you feel, the role-play things and what is he asking from you? You know, at first it was fun and, like, different because, you know, we've been together a while, and so it was okay. But now I feel like it's just becoming, like, too much. You know, just sometimes it just it's just nice just to be me. I don't know. I guess it's starting to make me feel like I'm not enough. Uh, role play is not about enough or not enough. Role play is, is a diversity of fantasy that some people want to play. Uh, mm -hmm. Does it turn you on at all or not at all? Yeah, no, I mean, at first I really liked it. I mean, I, I certainly gave him positive reinforcement. <laughs> like, it was it was good. Um, mm -hmm. So, but now, I don't know. Now it's, now I don't like it anymore. It's like, it's so elaborate. It just, it feels like work. Well, if it feels like work and it doesn't feel like ooh-la-la, mm -hmm. then it's not real ooh-la-la. Then, you see what I mean? Like, it's about, because the, the ooh-la-la is all about passion, emotions, mm -hmm. excitement, intensity, right? If you start to think too much about it, then it becomes intellectual, and ooh-la-la is not intellectual. Mm. Ooh-la-la is, is, whether it's standard, is, is sweet or wild and savage, it has to be spontaneous. Right, you right. Know? So my advice is tell, you tell him how you feel and uh, create some other games and have you bring other games. You just wake up the beast in him. <laughs> You know what? That's a good idea. That that's mm -hmm. a good idea. I can just initiate something different. <laughs> exactly. Less thinking or talking about it, more ulala directly. Thank you. Okay. I'll All try. right, Nicole. Best of luck to you. Thank you so much for calling. Have a good night. Good night. Coming up, we're gonna listen to Britney's voicemail because she has a question about her boyfriend. Next. So Britney left me a voicemail. Take a listen. Bonjour, Simon. This is Brittany. Um, I heard that your show is ending, and I'm super sad about it. But before it ends, I kind of had one last question, hoping to get some advice from you. Um, basically, my current boyfriend is friends with my ex-boyfriend, and I don't like it at all. Um, I didn't end that old relationship very well. He and I are not friends at all so it's weird to me that he's buddies with my current boyfriend like they get together they play video games together they watch football together I just I hate it I don't like it um, it's weird to me and it just makes me feel uncomfortable so I'm not really sure what to do I was hoping that you could give me your amazing advice <laughs> thank you so much Simon love you oh Brittany thank you so much uh, for your kind words yes uh, what should you do if uh, your boyfriend is friends with your ex-boyfriend and you don't like it? I'll tell you that next. So what should you do if you're like Brittany, you, your boyfriend is friends with your ex-boyfriend and you don't like it? Well, honestly, Brittany, there's one thing to do is don't put up with it and tell your boyfriend you don't like it. It makes you uncomfortable. 
And um, I think you can remind him that if you were hanging out with his ex-girlfriend, maybe he wouldn't like it too. But nevertheless, the unspoken of not saying it is what the problem is. Uh, if you say, you know, this is not good for me, he has to understand. If he doesn't, then you can ask yourself, why would I stay with somebody who doesn't understand me? Right? Because I, I wouldn't accept it either, by the way, if I were you. So I think you're right. I think it's a red flag, and I think it's selfish from him. So tell him it has to stop. They can be friends from afar, but they're not going to hang out. Never heard something like this. So my, my advice to you is no unspoken. Speak to him clearly, and let's see what happens. Man, sometimes people push it. Thanks, Brittany. So let me share this little personal story as this is almost my, my last show. We're coming close. And, and I've been doing this for 15 years, different stations from WTM in Cleveland, WGN in Chicago, and then many others. Some I got fired, some I got hired, and then the show picked up about 10 years ago, and then we got syndicated, and you know the rest. But there is one experience that I will never forget that will help me forever. Uh, I have a funny agent named George. He thought maybe I could be a contributor to maybe Fox or CNN. And I, I went to an interview in New York and uh, with my suit on, my white shirt on. I was, you know, looking as best as I could, thinking, looking professional. And the program director there says to me, oh, you think you can speak English? I said, yes, sir, I, I think I do. And he goes, uh, do you think you can read the prompter? I said, I can try. And I tried. And I, uh, I failed miserably. And I was very humiliated. And he said to me, come back when you know how to speak English. And that helped me to go back to English classes every Sunday and to improve my English. It's not perfect, of course, but it's much better than it was when I started this job about 15 years ago. So don't despair. If you're like me, somebody with an accent in America, there's a room for you on radio. I'm the living proof, thanks to our heart radio. Uh, have a good night. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.